0: Yeah, you've got this 65 it, yeah. mustang like a land yacht going around <laughs> a bend with this mini just overtaking it on every single bend yeah. and you you will yeah you'll basically you're backwards through the next edge
1: Also, every panel on it was damaged no nope, i went ripped it off and it pulled all the lacquer off with it and i was like
0: oh my god Carl looks at it and goes oh my god who did that <laughs>
2: Hi, and welcome to Talk Talk podcast, where we tell stories we should and probably shouldn't. We're joined today by Gareth and Paul from Northwest Stangs, and I'm Henry
1: from HD Raps. I'm Tim from Leyland Car Care, My Prestige Plates, and Car Spunk, and today our sponsor is Unique Sense. And to get your hands on three of these for free, keep an eye out for Gareth's question at the end of this video.
2: So, who should we start with, Paul or Gareth?
1: I knew knew you were
0: instantly gonna say seniority. Yeah. This is the thing. To be fair, he just wanted to be background. That that was all it was.
3: I just come for the coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Which I bought. (laughs) 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 Well, he was supposed to be buying it. Invited you down, offered you
1: coffee, and you've ended up buying it yourself.
0: Hmm? Just just touch on what we're going to talk about in a little with my uh, autistic side, probably not the best conversation, because I've literally done. (laughs) Um, what do you call them? Uh, shows on on Mustangs and things like that. And I can go all the way from eight, uh, 1964 in April all the way up until modern day. So it, just to sort of put it in a nutshell, from our point of view, um, Northwest Stangs, who obviously you know we, we represent, uh, is a club that was actually set up by by Paul uh, and a n- number of other people. I know Paul will be able to obviously tell you a little bit more about. The uh, the origins from from that side of things, and it's it's a club that we're all really passionate about, and um, it's a vehicle we're all, all passionate about. Obviously, up until 2015, you couldn't get officially, you couldn't get a Mustang over here. So yeah, there was I've, I owned one before, then a couple of imports, I know quite quite a few of our com- uh, our club did, um, but now it's great. We've got more access to them. The club's just literally gone from the the small beginnings of maybe six six people in that first sort of couple of days to over seven hundred members now and um, we do so many events you know all over the place which is is great you know different ones just not just shows do runs out and everything because the idea is we just want to spend time with each other because we're all good friends and we just want to spend time in our cars because we, we you know we're passionate about them we love them
1: so yeah it's good so what do you think was the reason that Ford did- in 2015 went right let's put mustangs over here on this little island people have been screaming about it for years because
0: you've got to bear in mind from our point of view the same market we're in is australia and they they already used to import a lot of vehicles that we still don't get things like the f-150 trucks and stuff like that they officially import them over there because the problem with australia they're a lot more strict than we are um and the cars unless they fall into certain groups have to be converted from left-hand drive to right-hand drive. So admittedly, a lot of people, especially with the new ones, and then you've got to pay all your import taxes and everything. Think of how much it costs thousands of pounds or in that case, thousands of dollars to, to swap it over. Um, obviously luckily over here we we don't mind we can have left on drive and you know it, it's it's never frowned upon we don't have an issue with it apart from when you try and go through Mackie D's you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know got uh, thing. oh no it's a nightmare it's I had one okay. I had one once um, my old 197 uh, 2011 uh, car and uh, the car park at my work was obviously had a had a pass so I had a selfie stick with the pass <laughs> blue tacked onto the end and you literally had to sort of like lean right over and try and do it and then obviously you look like an absolute tool everyone's looking through so um, I think to be fair it was a really smart decision by him anyway because I know alright we're not the biggest of markets Europe can still use the left hand drives things like that but you've got us Japan and australia and new zealand obviously that are all right hand drive so realistically it's quite a big market for
3: them there um and if they do that i mean there's still it was it was helped by the policy of one car one world as well where yeah. ford slimmed down the product line so that what, whatever was available in the states was available everywhere else in the world rather than having different models in different countries
0: and that's why they slimmed down a lot of the cars that like they do, obviously. the you know 70 cars, 70 car range to eat. Yeah, things like the Mondeo and everything like that has all gone. And that's why there is cars like the, the Mach-E. I know a lot of people might have issues with with that. And us being petrol heads, it sounds weird as we even mentioning an, an electric car. But realistically, bringing the Mach- Mach-E into the range, like Paul said, it's all under what, one sort of umbrella now having that. But it's not just that. It means all the legislations that are coming through, where the certain manufacturers have to have X amount of zero emission cars, because that the Mustang brand was in in its own right its own brand. It wasn't you know just under Ford. I mean, you, you could go out and look at my car now, and you are hard pressed to find more than maybe half a dozen Ford symbols on it, even in the door jams and things like that. They are very proud of the Mustang as a as a brand on it on its own. And bringing something out like the Mach-E essentially does keep that brand alive. Might not be something you know you you'll ever buy or I'll ever buy or anything like that, but it means that I can go out and buy my big stupid V8, and you know I, it's still a UK car that I don't have to import, I don't have to pay billions of pounds to, to for the privilege of it or anything like that
1: and they do sell though the Mackies do sell you know this yeah. is the thing you know yeah. so there is a market definitely for them there you oh, know I mean without a doubt if you put one of them up to its closest rival
0: a Tesla Model 3 let's say realistically all right Tesla's had the technology for quite a while but the Mackie is it's 10 times car. a better looking car you know it's actually got some design to it 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 does actually have a character to it. No, I agree. Um,
2: with you there. I yeah, was going I'm, to ask about that to see what your views were. It,
3: it, it, it drives better than the. It, it drives better than a normally aspirated Mustang as well. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does drive better than a normal Mustang, which has to be said. Like you know, it's a different car, but it does drive better.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's horses you for courses sort of in, in one?
3: Yeah. Either. Yeah. I think
0: further down the line, um, when it comes to it. Uh, You know, obviously, I know we've got twenty thirty, twenty thirty five, all obviously changes around all that, and then obviously the legislation that they're bringing out, where they've got to sell—is it twenty two percent of vehicles have to be electric, and that's going up every year, year on year. Yeah, it's going to get to the point where it is going to be harder to get yourself into a a V eight, but you know, if it's something that you're at least going to be able to tie into something that you're passionate with, like with the Mustang. At least it, you know, we'd still be able to be in our club. We'd still be able <laughs> yes, to do yeah. our meets. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, It'll it's be gonna quiet. be, yeah, it's gonna be, yeah, it's Very gonna quiet. be, it's gonna be a weird one, not going through tunnels and everyone sort of revving as we as we go through tunnels. And it's also going to be odd having to plan a, a stop with the charges halfway around the room. <laughs> yeah, you know, instead of doing North Yorkshire, it's like, yeah, but we're going to stop at these services just so everyone can for an hour, have another twenty thirty miles in the in the thing. So, you know, it is going to happen one day. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not daft. I do understand that, and I think to be fair, if I do have to go that way, then realistically, the Mackie is probably one of the, the mm. better-looking cars on the market. And as far as technology goes, it has got some fantastic, you know, kit in there. You know, the new Sync Four, all brand new. Um, self-driving. You know, yeah, self-driving. Actually, the first ones over here that were uh, that got the certificate to be able to self-drive, even over Tesla. Um, so and. <laughs> The, the thing that actually made us laugh um, last year when we were at the uh, 59th anniversary at Gaydon, they literally had a fleet of uh, Mackies all all there so you could go and have a poke around them. And then in the the frunk or fruit <laughs> it's a fridge. over here, it literally had it all there with um, just buckets of ice and loads of cans, you know, so you could just go up and take a can of Coke and everything out of them. And when you sort of sit there and go, you know what? That'd be a brilliant car to go out on a picnic with, wouldn't it? Just something dumb like that. that. it's a great family car. I mean, don't get me wrong, my my kid now, I say my little kid, 14 years old now, he can't actually fit in the back of my Mustang. My my missus has to sit in the back of it, Jack has to sit in the front of it because he literally would be sat
1: there like like this. So I have a six series and they have the same problem now. My son's twelve year old and my daughter's thirteen, and the six series is now it's not a family car. No, no. no. uh, Do
0: you know what's even worse? Have you seen the back seat on an 8 Series? No. It's worse than a 6 Series. Is it? Honestly.
3: I think I have, actually. We just had an 8 Series in, so I should have noticed that. But, the, they're what they know. call life cycle cars. You either get one right in the beginning when you've got no kids or right at the end when your kids... Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, they're it's they're it's called life cycle are, cars, GTs. Decided not to do
1: that and get it right in the middle.
0: I mean, you can argue that the the, the Mustang is the same sort of... It is. It's a life cycle sort of car. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Either right in the beginning or right at the end. But... When you can afford afford to insure it. (laughs) Ford has always marketed them as it's... The blue collar
0: sports car. blue collar, yeah. It's the working man's Mm. sports car. You know, it's the one that you, instead of... I mean, don't get me wrong. If I won the lottery this week, I would still have a Mustang. But, you know, for a fact, I'd have an Aston Martin. And, you know, I'd more than likely have a, a Bentley in there somewhere. And Lambo. And, you know, there are dream cars, but... The Mustang has always been an, the an, an, an attainable one. An, yeah, an attainable dream dream car. So for me, I d I don't know. I mean, for me, Mustangs the, the the whole something that those those others, things like Aston Martin, and I'm not comparing the car like for like for, for that, obviously. But they they have something about them that they don't have. You know, as much as it's nice to say, I'm gonna have one of them one day. You it, know, it, I can go out this be... weekend and buy a Mustang. Yeah. To go out and buy that the mine might be 10, 15 years down, down the line.
1: Well, and also it, the cost yeah. of running them. Yeah. You know, like we were discussing yeah. before, you get even if you were to get like an older Bentley, the, the servicing cost of changing all the stuff on them. Yeah. It, oh God, it's yeah. Big money because you're still having to buy even the aftermarket Bentley parts. Do you know, when when, you, when you think about
3: a V8 Mustang, a five liter V8 Mustang, it, it's two hundred and forty pounds cheaper to get a full service on one of them than it is in an Cash Guy. Well, here you go. Yeah, realistically, oh, it makes sense with eight yeah. spark plugs, gearbox, diff? <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's two hundred and forty pounds cheaper.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of aftermarket specialists <laughs> uh, out there. I mean, we've got a couple of guys in the club who are absolutely brilliant. Who everyone you know takes their their cars to. Yeah, but even if you go to a main dealer you are not getting ripped off for, for that service. I know a lot of people will probably disagree with me on that and, yeah. and say you know say they are but then comparable like you said if you take that Bentley into Bentley to get it serviced yeah. you're paying an arm and a leg for it whereas if you take that Bentley to a specialist you're going to be paying probably you know 30% of what Bentley are charging whereas you take your Mustang to Ford or your Mustang to a specialist
3: it's probably what maybe twenty percent different difference? percent well, Remember the EV six at nine hundred and forty quid for a service. Oh, grab the Kia. Yeah, yeah. Electric EV six EV six Kia nine hundred and forty quid. A Bandai, uh, sorry, a Mustang three Ford for four ninety or 500 and the, quid. Yeah,
0: well, that's for the big, ser- yeah, big service. For the big as service, well.
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, an electric car has less components.
1: Yeah. Would you say the Nissan? GTR is like a good comparison to the,
3: the yeah. Mustang.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, are you
0: are talking I, about? J- space
2: in the back again. Get, yeah. Yeah. Oh, got,
3: yeah. <laughs> life either, but it is in the, the life cycle. Like a space in the back, without a doubt. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, cannot get anything in
0: the
1: back of, the of them type of things. car, it's Ford and it's Nissan, do you know, and they've brought out uh, these two wonderful cars. I,
3: you know, I, I, I think the, it, the I, problem I,
1: with, with that is, don't, don't get me wrong, the, the Nissan GTR, again,
0: that's another one of my dream cars. Always have loved them. I'd, I'd go back to, you know, some of the Hakusukas, you know, the, the original ones. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, yeah. love. Skylines yeah, are awesome. Every, absolutely love every generation uh, of them, especially the R34. Obviously, I know that's everyone's, sort of pretty <laughs> much everyone, care. every car guy's dream car because of, you know, Brian in uh, Fast and the Furious and everything. <laughs> but the thing with the modern GTR, it is one of the most technologically advanced cars on the road mm. and it will run rings round a own. comparable no no even a comparable supercar it will <clears> run <throat> rings round yeah when they but, when
1: they put it in the GT series and was winning yeah. and they were against and th- these Lamborghinis and, and Ferraris weren't liking it and the Porsche's especially Yeah, and the Nissan GTR was in there the Nismo well, team. That, that, <laughs> goes, them. that goes back to the history of it. That's why it got the name
0: Godzilla yeah. Because of the R32, that was the first one that got that nickname, and um, it was en- it ended up being banned from the series because it was just absolutely <laughs> decimating, all, you know, all the Australia because it was it usually raced over towards Australia and everything, and it was just decimating all the Fords and the and the Holdens and everything. It, they just couldn't do anything against yeah, them, yeah. so they ended up getting, getting banned, and they carried that tradition on up until like you said, you know the the modern one and don't get me wrong again it would be a dream car that would go in a dream car garage but I don't think you can compare it because you've got to pay that price unfortunately for the technology for the advancements that Nissan made with that amazing car you have to pay that price for it.
1: So what um, is the price difference between a, like I say, a new Mustang, new GTR? A new GTR you're talking about
0: eighty thousand sort of eighty to ninety thousand pounds, and then you've got things like the Nismo editions that are hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty thousand, things like that. You'd be looking that, at that an average about said, sixty grand. Yeah, that being said, as we've now found out in the last few weeks, the new S six fifty model Mustang, which is coming out, um it is a twenty twenty four Mustang, but it's gonna be See more towards the end end of the year by the time we start seeing them and everything, um, that coming out. We've now found out that the prices are—is it fifty five for the GT? No, six, sixty
3: two for the GT, seventy three for the Mac one. the uh, dark, dark horse. horse. yeah. I think that is where, that's with options. Yes, yeah, yeah, is And with
0: the GTR
1: is around grand, grand more than more.
0: Well, re- Realistically, it's then starting to push up to more towards that. It's going, yeah. it's going away from the affordable you know, blue-collar working man's car is going up towards that more bespoke sort as of much, thing. As
3: much as I hate to say, if you're going to compare the two, you'd be saying essentially you're putting a, a Land Rover, Series 1 Land Rover up against a 2024 Range Rover. Right. And the Range Rover being a Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The Nissan is... it is a it, bit of a harsh comparison. It, it's true, though. That, <laughs> you know, we're, we, we own cars, not purely because it's a Mustang, but because they're stupid. It won't go round a roundabout in the rain. Yeah, it, sure. it, it won't go. It, you can't go around bends, and you know what I mean. You have to. You, you, you have to learn straight away using charging a Mustang. Yeah, where it's completely unforgiving. Where a, a GTR is far better. It's far better. You can make the mistake, and the car will save you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I
1: mean,
3: it, it's a, it's, a, it's completely it, yeah. separate. Is the Mustang in the GT series? No. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, it is, no. for, for time, isn't it? For oh, performance, are it? Are they? Are they here? Yeah. Not in, the,
0: not in the UK. No, no, not over, in, no, over here. Only in the in states. A, yeah, in a, oh, yeah, in America,
3: because oh, um, Ford his, Ford Performance do the team yeah, over there. Because
0: um, what's his name, um, Malcolm in the middle? What's he called? I can't think of what he was called. Oh, I don't the, know. the lad who played answer. Malcolm in the middle. Mean, though, yeah. He went on to be a race driver. And he now now drives for Ford. He drives the Mustangs for Ford. Right. Um, right so are they in the GT? Series? Yes, yeah, yeah. i
1: yeah. would yeah, yeah. in a minute. Stateside, yeah. yeah
0: because that's what the GTD is based on um that's and realistically when that comes out the GTD um that is essentially the equivalent of the Nissan GTR yeah. but three times uh, Nismo kind of thing yeah it is the right, GT gonna the GTD
3: ridiculous. is going to be under 190 under grand yeah it's essentially going to be a Mustang supercar
1: cuz it's mad when you look back at like the touring cars in this country yeah. and the falcons against the minis and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff and then oh, it's yeah. kind of like matched up now where they have the RS3s against the yeah. RS, you know, focuses and stuff like that now, yeah. isn't it? So, but you imagine putting in the, the Mustangs into the touring car. Well, we, do. Car. we have
3: a. They have a series, all, <coughs> well, all the brands at circuits, yeah, don't they, you, where they, yeah. they race Mustangs against anything, minis, BMWs, Audis, Alphas, you name it, they're all on the field at the same time.
0: Well, it is always funny when you see, like, a, the uh, Goodwood <laughs> Revival. And you've got this well, that's, yeah, that's yeah you've got I've this 65 yeah, yeah. mustang like a land yacht <laughs> going around a bend with this mini just so overtaking it. it on every single bend yeah. and then yeah. dying to yeah. it on every single straight it's just it is it's really fun to watch it is great because there is
1: a good mix there that, yeah. that's what i was talking yeah. about going back to them times you know where they had a massive mix because they'd be all out in the straight lines but then cornering the others the smaller ones to get around them wouldn't they trying to get yeah. a canal
3: boat around a corner yeah, <laughs> and, uh, that's the, it, an hour.
0: Yeah, it basically is. I mean, mm. up until 2015, all Mustangs had a had a uh, solid rear axle, so it, it was literally it, you basically had a, a an i beam in the back of the in the back of the car. So you go round anything too fast or anything that's slightly damp, and you know. You'll and and you, will, you will, yeah. You're basically you backwards through the next edge
2: Well,
3: we you know? have we have so a, we have a member his car's wrapped because he's went through a hedge backwards <laughs> at seventy mile an hour, didn't he? <laughs> it's wrapped. Yeah, so it's, it's wrapped. And when he what, when lampost, <laughs> you mean? <laughs> when you take the wrap, <laughs> yeah. when when you take the wrap off, you can see the imprintage of the tree, the branches, oh, nice. and all that as he went through your hedge. How many um, cars have you wrapped to cover stuff up?
2: No not
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've had a, I've had a company car wrapped to cover things up before now. To, to with, with nicely appropriately placed decals and logos and stuff. See, and, we, we were talking about this with one of
1: the members, with
3: Bridget, and uh, she's been
1: having chats with like insurance companies and stuff. And I was explaining to her a lot of dealerships now will not accept a car that's wrapped, yeah. because of obviously yeah. stuff that's damage underneath. underneath. Well, even
2: I say, I've always said to all my customers, I'm like, oh, you know, unless I've wrapped the car and I know what it's like underneath, then I would not buy a wrapped car. No, because sometimes, okay, fair enough. There, there are places that, you know, just wrap them straight from new. Yeah. And then sell them just because they wanted that colour. Um, but then there are other dealerships that'll just be like, oh, you know, can you just wrap over this? <laughs> no, because I'll say to them, look, okay, if we get it painted, you're going to have to wait another three weeks so the paint can cure. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but, you know, I'm selling it on Wednesday or something. Chuck a wrap um, over it.
1: Oh, we've, we've had some horrors in here. We had a C63 that we de-wrapped, and, oh, it was like. Pandora's box opening this, this yeah. taking this wrap off this thing, it was terrible. Where they'd had filler put in but not painted it, also every panel on it was damaged. It was just like, and the dealer, the owners of it were like, Oh my god, we have made a big mistake
2: here. Yeah. That's wow. one big reason why I'd never buy a wrapped car. And like I say, unless I know it was wrapped from new or I had pictures before, before and after, I'm... yeah, then I just wouldn't do it.
1: Yeah, like a guarantee. Yeah, because yeah, it is a Pandora's box, isn't it, opening it?
2: No, of course. And then you get people who actually, you know, they'll repair it, they'll paint it, and then they'll wrap it over it straight away. Yeah. But then when you come to remove it, it'll remove the paint with it because they've not left it to cure, you know?
0: Well, unfortunately, we actually, um, obviously I won't name names or anything, but we actually know someone who um, painted a car and uh, it was a nice colour, completely opposite of what it came in, <laughs> but... We also know someone who, whose car that they painted and the, it literally within weeks, it was cracking. It's terrible. It's not a good paint job, basically. Do you remember the car? But... And, well, the, the one that got, got wrapped, uh, I then found out about the car that I then went down south to get sold. Um, and it looked great with this wrap. And I thought I was even considering buying it at the time. And then I got to chatting with the, the guy who was selling it and then found out where it had come from. And then I knew which car yeah. it was and was like, oh no, okay. you're all right, yeah. thanks very much. And he went, why, what's the problem? I was like, uh, nothing. Right. <laughs> obviously I didn't want to turn around to and say, you have just bought a turnip, you know, yeah. it's like, <laughs> um, and it's, it is a shame, you know, that people sort of do, oh, do is, that. Cause yeah, you know, when, a, when a, I mean, you know yourself, obviously when a wrap's done well, the car will look stunning. Mm-hmm. But when it's done badly, when it's when yeah, and it, when, it's it done, hide yeah, when it's done, magnitude of When it's done over easily. the over the problems, it's you're not you're not curing anything, are yeah. you? You know, you're just literally hiding it.
3: Yeah, but do you remember the start, the Stars and Stripes last year with the freshly painted Cadillac. Somebody thought it was a good idea to put a sticker oh, on the side of the car. God, when he yeah, peeled he it off, a the paint on came off. Brand
1: it. new paint. Uh, I, did uh, <laughs> right. I did that with my six series. We put we went to the British Motor Show to do some work there put the stickers on so we could get through security each day and that. Yeah. Um, we were having one of the midnight lengths meets here and it, my wife said to me, she said, don't be rushing. Just pull you know, leave them on and just pull them off. No, nope. I went, ripped it off and it pulled all the lacquer off with it. And I was like, oh my God.
2: You no, know, I've had um, I've had to make the phone call. But you know, people have bought cars and they're like, oh can you just do wrap this for me? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And then I'm like, right, I'm gonna say this now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're know I mean? just like the bearer of bad news. I'm like, yeah, so where did you buy this from? <laughs>
3: not, not so long ago. I was running a garage in Warrington. Remember the lady <coughs> oh my God, brings yeah. a car brings a car in for a work and halfway through the day one of the technicians comes in and he goes, Paul, I've got a bit of a problem. <laughs> okay, what, what what is it like expecting to say, Oh, we'll block the toilet or something? <laughs> he says, Well that that brand new car we have on the ramp, I've just lifted it up by the door. Oh, yeah. And I went out and I'd, it was, to be fair, it had done a good job of making a, 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 the car into a gullwing car. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, cust, uh, the customer turned up, the area manager turned up and said, well, it's not that bad. We can knock out went about an hour. The door was like that. <laughs> Remember?
0: Yeah, well, Wall 3. Uh, I mean, to, to be fair, it's not, it's not even just garages like that. One of, yeah. one of the Mustangs I had, and again, I will not mention the garage, but I will say it was a Ford garage. <laughs> um, and it was a Bullet, so obviously special edition. Um, Paul a deposit down not a problem and spoke to them and said look the, the bonnet was slightly off now one thing Paul obviously agree with me on not one Mustang comes out of the factory with panels being straight it's just Thing by Ford, it is just the way we are, you know, they are, and there's nothing wrong with them. It's just that if you want them perfect, you've got to do them yourself or you know, take yeah. them to a decent place. That,
3: that's yeah. when you become suspicious of a Mustang's history, and isn't yeah, it? If, if, yeah, if, if, a if it looks too good, astray, <laughs> yeah. there's something wrong it's with, something with
0: it. Yeah, it's gone through that, <laughs> it's gone through that edge backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's um, yeah, I said to them, Look, the, the bonnet is just it's lifted on one side. Can you do me a favor? Can you just adjust the bonnet before I pick it up? Not a problem. A week later, we went to pick it up, and uh, the game of the keys, they go, "Because I've got a you know uh, camera, I want to put in it and everything." Brilliant. I'll go out. Nancy's doing all the paperwork. I walk out to it, walk straight round to the uh, to the bonnet, took one look at it, walked straight back in, and said, "And this is will you will have to bleep this one because I have to swear with this bit." (laughs) I went straight back in and said, "You can fucking keep that because I'm not having the with what you've done." And they were like, "Oh, why? Why are we talking about?" So as it turns out, when we dug into it, their body guy, instead of undoing the four bolts, and that's it, four bolts, uh. to adjust the bonnet on a Mustang, he decided he to bend the corner no to blend <laughs> it in with the wing. Uh, no. So he literally okay. bent it. But it literally, when yeah, you, you can see it, it from a mile, the like whole thing, know. yeah, the whole corner of the bonnet was like that. It was like rippled. Through the whole thing, who,
1: think, who thinks to do no, that though? Who, who, yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, the worst thing is, the boss came out and I was I was livid about this at this point, and the boss came out and said, "I can't see it, can't see it," and I was like, "Look, I'm not taking it." So uh, uh, you saw typical the, dealership talk. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, "Well, we've got um, our bodywork guys, the, the ones who do do the actual bodywork." He said, "We've got our bodywork guys um, that can take a take a look at it." But it's to and fro him because they wanted to take it up without me and i was like no i want to be there for this conversation anyway long story short they came down to have a look at it Uh, i'm still there with the boss who's still adamant that he can't see anything wrong with this bonnet um the the body shop guy walks in front of the car looks at it, and goes oh my god who did that within a split second (laughs) of seeing it and no one had told him what was wrong with it and the boss just suddenly he was like oh my god yeah like this as it turned out, because I actually took it to a, a guy I know who I trusted to, to do it, he said there was no way of doing it without respraying the entire bonnet. Obviously, because mm. they've got to you know, straighten the whole bonnet, and there's going to cool. be a little bit, a little bit of filler and blend it all in, all this sort of stuff. It ended up costing the garage two thousand pound for their dent guy's mistake on and thinking that he could just straighten the bonnet by by doing that. Wow. So. I know exactly what what you say. If if they'd have chucked a, a wrap over that, I you might never not have, have seen yeah. that.
2: It would have been the first thing that you have seen. It, yeah, 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 it, it would, have, would have taken the attention it, away.
0: Yeah, it would have it would have hidden it to a, mm. to an extent. I mean, I know deep Island and green's a really bad colour to see a dent anyway, isn't it? it? Yeah, know, it is. It's one of the cool. mo- it's one of the most gorgeous colours on a Mustang, but it, it, to see like little imperfections in it, yeah, it's actually yeah. really difficult. It's I mean, if you get a gloss black Mustang. You can see a mile away if there's anything yeah, on of it because
1: they are a pain in the arse and, and i've say, had three of them and, uh, <laughs> they're, you, and they're beautiful but they're a pain in the arse. you're saying it's the bullet so this is, yeah. this, is this was a car that's probably going to be kept as well this is not like a one of the other mustangs that you know oh, sadly yeah, are yeah. like a th- bit throwaway like regular cars yeah. Yeah. yeah well this would have been something that you know needs to be right because it's going to be sold and you know oh yeah i mean or kept an inherited that's I'm, what i mean yeah mm. so it's not a car that could be done it's yeah, that, like bodged it needed to be done right didn't it, it well i bought it it was two years old and it
0: only done 800 mile and the old fella who'd owned it bought it brand new unfortunately he'd passed away and his widow sold it back to back to ford but that was it it just stayed in his garage just for the sunny sundays kind of thing and yeah the, the bullet is the bullet can be is probably the better way of saying it one of those cars um Having had now three of them, <laughs> uh, I can tell you, mine have never been garage queens. I, I, I like driving my cars. That's the way they've, they've always been. I am protective of them. I am really protective of them. You I want will to enjoy them you know, as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. that guy who parks at the opposite end of the car park <laughs> yeah. and, and, walks. and walks the forty miles to the yeah. shop just because I don't want anyone parking near me. And then you always come back and there's some scruffy little Fiesta parts yeah. out. <laughs> <and> <laughs> just yeah, like all this space, like, and she's yeah. Right there. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, t- I totally agree. There are there are specific Mustangs that, I mean, we, we know, and there's nothing against the people who do it. That is, you know, that's their choice. And realistically, it'd be great in 10, 20 years time when their co- car comes out of the garage pristine and they say i've got this pristine example and it's worth x amount and yeah. that's 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 brilliant but for me a big part of owning the mustang is the is the the drive is yeah. the the fun that we have in them or, or around them you know because the the shows that that we do we don't we don't have to be driving them just to be having fun with them. i mean the of times we go to, the, go to a show, and we've got the gazebo set up, and we're all sat there having a, having a drink and a gossip, and, you know, people are coming over and looking at the cars, and they've got little kids, and we're all like,
2: oh, just get in, you know, have a photograph in it." Doing donuts
3: around that, that Centre with 90-year-olds. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was none of us. <laughs> that, that was none of us, I wasn't even there, that day. <laughs> No, I wasn't.
0: No. No, actually, no, I wasn't. No, no I was at home. And, 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 and it might even be
3: true that one or two died in very quick succession
1: after that day. So I'm gonna might upset a few of your crowd in, in at Northwest Stangs by saying this next thing is the design of the the Mustang is iconic, yeah. but it seemed to have gone in the middle a little bit pear-shaped from my point of view. Oh, I mean- oh, Wait, like, what is it, the, So you've it, got the iconic one, like you talking to Steve McQueen looking one. You've got the one that you've got now, the one that sat outside. But that thing in the middle,
4: I don't get it.
1: Because this one didn't do that with the gt that we were talking about before. It's changed shape, Yeah. yeah. but the, 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 the one, what is it called, that one? Well, the, it is, the,
0: there's the, a few, because this is, the one that I've got is the sixth generation. I think we thought generation. about the 95. And yeah, the, the seventh generation is the one that's literally just about to, about to come out. But you've got a few of what people used to call the problem childs in between. When I was a kid, I grew up in the era of... I was literally born the year the third generation came out, the Fox body. And when I was a little kid, it didn't interest me at all. Because the reason I love Mustangs is my mum made me watch Bullet when I was a little kid, <laughs> so I wanted a Highland Green. Yeah. you know, See, that, to GT. Uh, Three ninety. Well, that is well, the proper. And,
1: shape. It, it, and it, it is. Don't, don't get yours, me wrong. Yours so, set outside here now is the is the reincarnation of that shape.
0: Yeah, they they did with the fifth generation. They they went all completely retro and said, look, we've got to lean heavily on the late sixties. That's that's what we've got to go with. But I've got to admit, now I'm the age I am, I would genuinely give uh, my left testicle to have a, a really nice uh, Fox Body. Late 80s, 5-liter GT Fox Body, especially in black. I know they are a problem car, like I've said, but they are just absolutely Gorgeous. The other
3: thing to bear in mind is Ford Ford, uh, as we were saying earlier, the the one-wheel, one-car thing isn't a new, isn't a new policy for Ford. No. They, they do it every no. third or fourth generation. Yeah, it's so it's not. I you mean talk SN95, the Japanese Mustang. Yeah, that's it, the reason behind it, Jake's the if, regular face changes. If you
0: go back to that SN95 though, it, it was that whole sort of platform as well. So the 4.6 litre modular V8 as it was um in that was used right across the board. It was in the F-150s. It was in, obviously, more famously, the Crown Vicks that everyone knows as the taxis or the police cars yeah, in, they, uh, in, in America. They're,
1: they're brilliant, those. They're, they're iconic yeah. now. You've got people buying them up now.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, they, they absolutely that's that, they, that's they, the opposite end of brilliant. the
3: spectrum. You could never change the design of that because it didn't fit in with the rest of the world. It was too big. It was too heavy. Yeah, it was a police car. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you can't put yeah. that in the middle of Birmingham and so say, go and chase that Focus. <laughs> you know, it, it, you, you couldn't do it, but with with the Mustang, like, like the SN95, the 197, the 550, the the, the reason changes because they change is because they'll jump in and out of one world, so they'll say, right, all right, we've got 75 cars in the range now, we need to reduce that to seven. One, one car goes around the world, there you go, starts with the SN95 they suddenly change round again. Oh, hang on a minute. We don't want to do that anymore. We want to be American again. <laughs> so we've come out with a 197, which is a thoroughbred American muscle car, isn't it? Yeah. In the right carnation of it. Then they do it again. Let's bring the 550 out. One car, one wheel, so everybody gets the same again. And it wouldn't be surprising if after the 650, if they continue the generation of Mustangs, which they probably will, they'll probably we go are. back to being American again.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I mean... I just don't you, think that, that that what you're curling the fox body. It doesn't yeah. have the features of a Mustang. Mm-hmm. To me, looking at them, and I know it's controversial this with the Mustang guys here, but it looks too. It looks Japanese. Well, that's what they
0: call it—the Japanese yeah, Mustang. Yeah, that is basically what it so was known as. Right, yeah. So. Yep. Um, I mean, halfway through its life cycle, you got the the new Edge, um, which yeah. it was a more sharper design, which then started bringing it in in line a little bit more with what the American designs were at the time.
1: For me, it looked more like a Hyundai Coupe, which is well, Korean. Well, do you know?
0: Yeah, you've got to remember <laughs> it as well. Yeah, but, yeah. you know <laughs> what I mean. But well, you, you've got to sort of look at what was what was also. The I competitors like on yeah. the, on the market in yeah. the nineties, Salika so was doing killing it. Yeah, yeah you, you, you know, you have, so you things you like that. But if you look at the design of the Camaro, obviously, as as it you know yeah. from, from yeah. our point of view, another great well pony car as were as the that called. is a Japanese looking car. Well, yeah, it, I yeah it, I mean, in the nineties, yeah. it had a certain look to it, you know, didn't it? That everyone recognised it from from that sort of style. So. We can blame yeah, Night look, Rider for luckily, all of their cars. Well, yeah, <laughs> we you know, when you got into the early two thousands, things like The Mustang, and then obviously when they were launching the Camaro um for the first Transformers film the first modern Transformers film, um it you know, it went back to that sixties sort of era because they, they realised that's what everyone wanted. Because by that point, Volkswagen had already rebrought out the the Beetle mm-hmm. and everyone was was loving it. Obviously purists. I had an original Beetle. I wouldn't have had a modern one. I've got to say that. But purists, no. But um, it was getting a, a whole league of new fans, a new generation of drivers who weren't around for the original, who loved it. Then yeah. BMW bringing out the Mini buying that—that mm. that was one of the best, most genius automotive strokes in the you know in the last twenty-five years. Yeah. It's been one of the most popular brands since it since it came you know came back. So it, you know, it's a great, great idea, bringing that retro sort of look, nodding back to your original, and it worked for Chevrolet and for, and for Ford going back to that, and obviously then subsequently Dodge, obviously with the with the Challenger um, to compete yeah, yeah, with them. Yeah, that's another one. Well. There,
1: you've got the, that's the third one in there. Yeah. But,
0: but one thing I'll I'll just sort of quickly say because we do have a lot of men- members sort of across the board with all the different cars. Yeah. The good thing about us is we do have a lot of people that do love each generation for yeah, different Yeah, Well, that's what, it. That's, it's like, it's like the,
1: the Japanese cars. The yeah. People love all the different generations. Same with when you get the Volkswagens. Yeah. yeah. Do you know the Volkswagen, the, the bus, yeah. is like you get some... Absolutely love the split, split screens, but then the T6 that's out now, yep. there's some wonderful T6s that are out. Do you know... And it's that again. You know, you, everyone's different, aren't they? And that's what it's all about. Now, I have before we move on to the main segment, I have got something I want to ask after what <laughs> we were just talking. So, Bumblebee, yeah, was the Camaro, and he was—he's always been the Camaro, even the new one, you yeah. know, that's how it, Has Barricade ever been a Fox Body?
0: No, but so, uh, yeah. no, not in the not in the films, but the car, there, cat- there, there were actually official Highway Patrol fox body mustangs um if you if you it
1: wasn't, wasn't barricade no, no it wasn't Barricade. but, the <laughs> no. but yeah. you could
0: make an argument if you uh, you know if you did wanted to do it for the shows and things like that you could make an argument that was barricade who was hidden in the 80s and just was never sort of yeah. Like, yeah. Never, yeah. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. just never shown was still you. hiding out on the dark side of the moon yeah that's like <laughs> maybe you
3: know if, if you went back kind of thing to be fair barricade would have been fairly cool as it wouldn't it yeah, I think like Barricade
0: would have, It to be fair, that would have been a really cool version. Mm. I, a think we, version I, think, of I think
3: we have to pin Matthew Whitland down and get, let us get the paintbrushes out.
0: Yeah, well, no, see if you can come for,
3: for a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> get it done like Barricade. His, yeah, yeah. We'll talk to Matt about it. A couple of beers, he'll be all right. He will be alright "You will not notice. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was my car green? <laughs> no, no. It didn't come with fire engine like <laughs> too, <though. laughs> Yeah, we can, can we borrow those? <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine his face.
1: As we said at the beginning of the video, this month's sponsor is Unique Sense. Unique Sense is a product line of car Spunk, with being their air freshener. It's the air freshener of all the car products, and it smells amazing. There are 18 different flavors, going from unicorn farts, would you believe, which is one of the best sellers, millionaire, which is like one of the men's aftershaves, and many others like sweet sharps, cakes, all sorts of wonderful things. They are available in our shop at Leyland Car Care, where you can come down and you can buy them or even visit on one of the nights that we do, or you will soon be able to buy them online at carspunk.com. The carspunk.com isn't ready yet, but soon will be with all brand new stuff coming to it. So keep an eye out on that. So with all that being said, we'll take you back to the show.
3: The older generation like myself, you know, if somebody had mental health issues, we didn't understand it. We just told them to go, have a beer, calm down and yeah. he'd be back to normal the next day. The, the, and that's the way it was.
0: The big problem with it is, as much as it's now getting recognized a lot more than it used to be. Um, I mean, the, and, I, and I will give these guys a, a shout out because it's, I've got personal experience, but Andy's Man Club, you know, it, it's brilliant now that these things out there that, I can, that we can go to. Because, and I, and I don't want to sound like I'm being sexist or anything, but it is now a bigger issue for men because we didn't have the support um, with our with our friends and peers and things like that. Like women would, you know, like well, I, yeah, I know for a fact-
2: to, As a man, you're supposed to suck it up and- Yeah. Go. I I suck it, it up and and you, you know. yeah, 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 you it's constantly like get that up, so man so he's, um, he's mm. the ambassador for Andy's Man Club. Yeah. Um. It, it
1: is that stereotype and everything that goes with it, with the men, that, you know, and men, It's not just that side of it, I don't think. It's also the way that we are, you know, as men. it's You know, we are different to women. Women will lean on their friends, their family, their sisters, their mothers and all that kind of stuff, where men naturally, I think, do go out just to, it it will be all right, I will Mm. sort it, you know. It is one of them things, I'll get over it. Like, even just going to the doctors and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, I mean,
0: the the problem is, though... um, if you, I, I, I totally agree with, with what you're saying, but I know, um, and it, you know, I, I, I am quite open about everything. I don't mind being honest about everything. If if my experience can help someone else, then that's brilliant. But I know I got to a point, um, not even two years ago, where I was literally the, the lowest I'd ever been, and my exact words to my wife were, "I don't want to be here anymore." That's it. I just couldn't deal with anything anymore. Um, as it turns out, you know, there's a lot more to it, which I, obviously I'll, I'll go into, I can I can explain and everything. But at that point, you do literally just sort of sit there and go, well, where the hell do I go? What am I supposed to say? Mm-hmm. Who do I talk to? I've got to admit, I'm in a great position. I've got um, a doctor who's, who's brilliant. <clears throat> um, shout out, I don't know if he watches it, but shout out to Dr. Sinner. He is a petrolhead, so you never know. <laughs> um, he's an absolute brilliant guy, and he's been with me since day one of it. Uh, helping me through everything, whether that was through medication or obviously going through counselling and things like that. Um, I've got to admit, unfortunately, I don't take well to to medication. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't like to take med- <laughs> medication anyway, but I actually react badly to to them anyway. So uh, we had to find other ways of sort of getting getting round things. Um, Andy's man club was one of those things when I finally got up again. I got up the had to get up the nerve to go yeah. and. I know I'm not the only person to sort of say this. Literally, you know, you go down, you know where it is. You go down, and literally sit in the car for about 20 minutes, going, "Yeah, I'm going to go in. in. I'm going to yeah. go in. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go in." And then you just start the car up and drive off again, and you're like, mm. yeah. just because just getting through the doorway is a is as, a big thing. And I, man, I've got that, to admit, I haven't been as often as <clears> I would <throat> like to, because I know that you know. I, it, I can big myself. I can sit there and go. All right, it's Wednesday now. I can plan Monday. Monday night. Monday night. Monday night. And then it'll come to Monday, and I'll just sort of sit there and go.
1: Yeah, you are making Nap. an excuse. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm not feeling too well today. Or oh no, the dogs haven't been out for a walk yet. Yeah. Or the, you know, and it, it. Yeah, it's making an excuse. It is, it is making an excuse. That is probably the better way, best way of putting it.
1: And I know this because I've been through it myself. I went through quite about two years as well ago. Um, went through it all, got put on the citalopram by the doctor, yeah, all that kind of soul. stuff. I went through it all. I unfortunately had a couple of friends who are not here with us now, you know, because they they you know had committed suicide and, and it, it all went wrong for them. And it was uh, a downward spiral for myself, do you know. Yeah. On uh, talking about stuff like that and just getting rounded. it, but yeah, it was. I went through a different way of dealing with it, and I thought that the NHS was a bit rubbish. You know, they put me onto yeah, Mind Matters, I'm... and Mind Matters was very. I found scripted and yeah. and the way that they, they dealt with it. And again, I know that these pieces. the problem we've got is that it's all kind of new isn't it. That they're dealing with men yeah. with mental health and what we were talking about with the ADHD kind of side of stuff yeah. as well with men and women, because, and I think that the, the health industry is like a bit overwhelmed with it. Catching up. Yeah. I mean, it, to be fair, I've seen it
0: from quite a few different directions. Um, just to try and give you a little bit of a, a background with everything. Yeah, um, I was actually diagnosed with ADD when I was seventeen. When I was uh, they uh, tested me for my dyslexia and everything like that. I was ignored all the way through school. They wouldn't believe anything. I mean, unfortunately, I'm what forty four now. That was the generation I grew up. With, you know, in the eighties and nineties. Schools just didn't recognise you were like we were talking about, you yeah. were the lazy one. You yeah. were the disruptive one. The trouble, one, causer. The trouble yeah. causer. That's that's you you were labelled, weren't you? That that was it.
1: We're both forty
0: four, so we know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
2: Forty-one. Yeah. <laughs> about it actually.
0: Yeah, yeah well, I'm forty. But so. so yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that was it. We just got those labels, and then you know, that that was as far as they were concerned. They didn't want anything more to do with you. I was. In the top set for science and, and maths because I Cause you know, you, it's one you of those things those part, yeah. Yeah, and, and my brain just naturally goes yeah. there I can't I can never do the working out they show you working out it's like I can't show you my working out I just know that's the answer <laughs> yeah. you know it's yeah. like it's, it's shocking my son does the same thing it's it's really funny um, but I was constantly called thick by my teachers just because I was in the second mm. set for English and that was because I was dyslexic yeah. but they didn't even recognise that. So I got that recognised when I was seventeen, anyway, and it's always been with me, and it's always been a thing. But I've never really, I've never really pushed to do anything about the ADD or anything like that, because I always thought I could cope. Um, last couple of years, though, unfortunately, uh, when things went really south for me, um, it got ten times worse. I I used to be able to. Uh, my wife would be able to tell you this. I used to be able to mask having adhd mm. you wouldn't have known i had adhd unless i specifically told you or as we find find out we're attack- we we tend to be magnetized to each other so if you had adhd and then all of a sudden we're best mates within five minutes yeah. you're like yeah he's definitely got ADHD. So, you know, <laughs> like, you know, this, is, this is the way it takes one to know yeah, one this yeah. is why i'm convinced he has to yeah. be on <laughs> <I, I'm> diagnosed, <laughs> like. but um it, you know, it suddenly got to the point I couldn't mask anymore, and I was really struggling with work because I, I was actually a train driver at the time, and the job was becoming more and more difficult. difficult yeah. um, because you know I was I was based at um, Lime Street. So I was driving a train from Lime Street into Manchester. It's about an hour and twenty minutes. Mm. By the end of the hour and twenty minutes, I was getting out of the cab exhausted, not because I'd physically done a lot. I mean I know a lot of people criticise. Train drivers say that they don't do a, yeah. do a lot, but it is a mentally exhausting job. But that's mentally exhausting over your sort of like eight to ten hour shift, not over an hour. Whereas for me, over that hour, just going from one place to another, I was I was drained because I I had to give a hundred and ten percent concentration <coughs> because I knew if I didn't, I'd be sat there going, oh look, there's a cow in that field. Oh, yeah, was yes. was that a red light? Hang on, yeah. Yeah. you know. I mean, so. The concentration was getting worse and worse, and I was quite lucky in a way that my uh, boss at the time was really supportive. Sent me for um, counseling through work, which was, and again, I don't want to say you know, in a bad thing to the NHS, but was 10 times better than that mind matters. What was yeah. I was straight I just, in it, there is a, it, and was, it, was, it was great.
1: It was a shame when I because it takes you a hell of a long time to get through to minds matters, it does, and yeah. then. When I was then with them, they got it completely wrong. And they were like, oh no, you shouldn't be in this bit. You need to be in this bit. And I was like, yeah. next, I had to wait a bit longer. And then the worst bit about what happened to me was, I missed the phone call. They would ring me on withheld. And it'd be a Monday and it'd be 12 o'clock. And I was here, everything's going on. And I ran up the stairs and I missed the call. And that was it, you'd miss your appointment. Yeah. And then when I rang back to say, look, you know, you know, what can I do now? And, and they basically, Struck me off and I said, "Well, you have to wait again because you missed it." Well, the, the I was saying, imagine somebody those in a worse. When yeah. I have you know yeah. like my mates who, who who passed away, I'm thinking of them, and I'm going, "Imagine somebody who needs that. What is that? What kind of you know? What is that all about?" Yeah. It got me a little bit wound up and a bit mad, and I was same as you. I, when I was on the teleprat for some reason, it would just send me uh, worse to be down. fair, Yeah, same, same. So I just yeah. took myself off it. Stopped. God cut out a lot of caffeine yeah. uh, and other stuff around me, social media being one. Social media for me <laughs> was uh, a bad thing. You go on there doom scrolling. Yeah. And then you, your mental health will kick in because you're taking all these different scenarios in. Okay, day, look how good they look at all this, and that's amazing. Oh my God, Putin's blowing us up. And, and it was like, so your brain yeah. is going at a thousand mile an hour, loads of stuff you can't do anything about. You hit with caffeine in the morning, you're up and down like this because you're drinking cans of Coke and yeah. you're drinking a coffee. Because I was, in the morning, I would have like the massive coffee, from, you know, like we were talking about before, the coffee beans and all that kind of stuff. And he would just go up and then down. And But your mind, again, owning a business and working, like you just said then, yeah. in the train, and I get what you're saying about the, you know, the concentration, because you can't, you can't concentrate. You can try and force yourself to, but then you're missing things like the phone call that was important, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it's it is a, it's a it's its own train ride, you know. That yeah. it's a it's a mental thing.
0: Well, you can don't go down from an engineering point of view, and you, you've got the um, what are the, the the two things: the, uh, proactive and reactive. Yeah. So you know, you're developing a new car, and you go, hang on a minute. If someone uses it in this way, even if that is one in a million person that uses it in that way, that component breaks, so we'll strengthen it. That's proactive.
2: Yeah.
0: Or you get a, a manufacturer that goes, well, only one in a million's gonna do that. So we'll fix his car for him if he does it. Yeah, And that's reactive. And you know, so you've got to, the, the, the problem is with us not, not having those, being able to have those conversations, to be able to be proactive, to be able to turn around and go, look, hang on a minute this is one of my bad days, this, I'm going to just go away. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Um, make sure I take my medication. Make sure I talk to this person. Do this. Mm. You've got to start looking at it like that by yourself. But unfortunately, there's so many people. I mean, you touched on it when you go back to things like primary school and, and yeah. you know high, even high school and things like that. So many of those kids, they don't have that support network. You've got the... God, God, I remember being bullied all the time in you know in in high school, right up until I literally grew about seven inches in one holiday, and then all of a sudden that <laughs> yeah. stopped. But you know, um, but you know, the the people that you sort of look look at there, those are supposed to be your peers. Those are supposed to be the people that you can rely on, that you can go to. And the unfortunate thing is, and I, I hope I don't offend anyone by saying this, but because I have met some fantastic people being on the railway for the last 10 years, but I have also met a lot of close-minded people that unfortunately treat the railway as if it was the railway from 40 years ago, yeah. and they still have that mindset. And, you know, it's like, the, when I started having, a, having to have time off because of all this, basically I got called, again, got called lazy and, mm-hmm. and things like that, and it's like, well,
4: no, yeah, as, just, far as, uh, as far as as far as I'm concerned, yeah. yeah.
0: If I come in, I can potentially kill someone in that train because I can't pay it, I can't focus on what I'm doing because I've not got this this medication. Mm. So I'm actually not just protecting myself in my mind. I'm protecting hundreds potentially well, yeah. of other people.
1: A lot of the opinions like that, that oh, and again, it comes from all the different things we've just discussed, is down to lack of education on it. Yeah. Yeah, lack of people. Totally lack of people's knowledge. Some yeah. people sail through life, and they they'll have a rhetoric that around them of people in a certain mindset, whether it's racism or, you know, mental health or whatever like that. They they surround themselves in these environments and you're always going to get that, unfortunately. But going to things that you can do, what was the the place you were calling Andy's? Andy's So Andy's Man Club. Yes. Um, Yeah, they,
0: they, uh, well, I was going to say they were great. They are great. (laughs) Um, And to be fair, it's great every week. Pretty much, you see a post come up, pop up on Facebook, saying they've opened a new one. They've opened a new one. You know, I'm lucky. Obviously, I've got one literally about four miles away from from my house. What is and it? You guys are great. Well, what's the best way of describing it? It's w- women's voluntary service for men.
3: <laughs>
0: it's um, a place where you can you can go, and <clears throat> you don't have to. But if you want to, just open up discuss whatever everything that's going on be honest about everything um what's what you know what good what's what's something good that's happened in the last week or something bad that's happened in the last week Mm. how you're feeling right at that that moment you know how you're dealing with it things like that it gives you a bit of an audience but you don't have to talk you don't Mm. have to say anything you can sit there and listen to everyone you don't
2: have to take that's the beauty about it as well because i think sometimes just listening to others you know it's sad but it's true as well. Sometimes listening to others and thinking, you know what, they are going through some serious yeah. shit. I yeah, mean, yeah. And it makes you realize you're not. You, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's that it's old cliche of saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From your life is where it is, even yeah. though it might not be in the greatest place. You know, listening to other people going through bad times, it's sad to say, sometimes it does make you feel a lot better from where you are.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, it is like, it's like, you said it exactly right then. It's the the old cliche of, you know, you suddenly realise, oh, hang on a minute, I'm not just the only one going going through this. I mean, you know, I've got to admit, I have struggled with my mental health quite a few times over even uh, over the last 20-odd years, you know, to be fair, not just sort of now. I I struggled a lot in high school, obviously, touching back on what, you know, said a um, a few minutes ago. But uh, a friend of mine actually killed himself, unfortunately, um, on my 22nd birthday, and it took... Probably 15 years for me to start celebrating my birthday again on my birthday. Um, you know, and around that. To be fair, it was oh, there you go. When I was about 34, when I went on the on the railway, mm. um, and it was starting on the railway actually helped me get through that. Um, so it, we all have our own problems. You know, we all have our own issues. Everyone is completely different, and the problem is. People like that Mind Matters seem to, like you said before, they seem to read off a script. It's, it's, like so, a,
1: it's exactly how I... Yeah. When the, and I'm not slagging her off or anything, or i slagging the service off, and it, might, it probably does help people, Yeah, you know, but I found it personally with what I was going through and everything like that, it just seemed very regimented or... a The lack of understanding of what you were trying to say or do yeah. or anything, it was very... No, I don't know. I don't know even to explain Do you feel like they're it. not
2: ready to intervene until you're at a no, crucial point? No, it was point. very
1: much like they were being very careful around what they were saying because obviously you're there and you're vulnerable and all the rest of it. But there was a very, there was a lot of like cliche style kind mm-hmm. of things said and all that, rather than you going actually right. This is how I feel. This is what I need to get off my You know, chess. This is what's yeah. happened. This is my environment. This is what's happened from a young age. This is what's happened now. You know, it was kind of like a questionnaire that would just fit anyone. Yeah. yeah, you know, that's how it felt. It was just like, it wasn't tailored. And I think this is the big, big thing with mental health is it is so big, you yeah. know, where maybe my Minds Matters and that, they haven't, they, they, it's that big. They don't know how to deal with it. Even the ones like other ones, you know, we're just, we're obviously talking about Minds Matters here. There's loads of other ones out there, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's like it's so big, and every single person with mental health problems is different. Yeah. It's a different upbringing, it's a different, you know, maybe your condition that they've got, it's a different things that have happened, different traumas. Different, you could be trauma from work, it could be trauma from family, it could be trauma from school, you know, yeah, yeah. and all these different traumas that happen within people's lives, Then they're, they're the things that keep, rea- they're the ones that react from the, you know, like you were saying, for the bullying at school, and yeah. all sorts of things that different people go through and like i say it's just it's, it's such a hard thing i think and this is obviously like i saying about mindsets it's not me slagging them off it was me saying like the government just seemed to me not to understand it Do you know they've yeah. kind of gone let's put that there and hopefully it works yeah, yeah. Do you it's, know it's, it's a, plus, a, it's a
0: generic it? service yeah and you know all right i think i think you could go a little bit further back and say mm. is the failing of that the lack of funding for the for the nhs you know you know if there was more services if there were more differences um, you know you, you could turn around and say this is specifically for this this is specifically for that i'm quite lucky in a way obviously there is a specific one for adhd mm. um, but i think that's only because of the fact that now it's finally getting to the point where they, they, you know they are recognizing it is be- not becoming more prevalent but it's, it's becoming more recognized. You know, there are more people coming forward with the issues that, that they've got. And it's a shame that it has to get to that point. And I hate to be at the lower end of it, as in, <clears throat> I don't want to be the one that's trying to push for all these things going forward. I want to be the one that receives the help at the end. Yeah. But those people who are going to receive that help at the end, if, if someone like myself doesn't, vocalize these things. That's why I don't mind talking about my mental health. I don't mind saying about, look, it was the darkest part of my year. I, you know, I essentially I didn't want to be here. I didn't, you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't mind talking about all that stuff. Because if it goes further down, if someone turns around, like me with Andy's Man Club, if someone sits there and goes, you know, watching this and, and says, Wow, well, you know, I'm not the only one who goes through that. Brilliant, yeah. you know, then great. I don't mind being that helping hand. But I just I just hope that someone is listening at the end of it. Yeah, someone yeah. that can do something is listening at the end of it. Yeah.
1: So going now, we're going to try and finish on a bit more of an up um, <laughs> with, with, with all the, the stuff that we've talked about, how does the car clubs and the car outside and the other cars the <laughs> help with everything? Oh, well, that, that's quite a difficult
0: one with me because I've got to admit, Cars have been the cause of some of my oh. dark days. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> any, anyone who's a big enough petrol head who's been, you know, going through cars like I don't know what for, for years, the same as me, um, will know. You know, you are going to have the bad ones. Unfortunately, the last few years I seem to have picked quite a few of the bad ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not cars, uh, it's women. Uh, well, yeah, no, luckily, <laughs> luckily, you know, uh, eleven years ago, uh, my wife, we, you know, we found each other, and I'm, you know. It, I look like I'm happy with yeah. that part of well, my life is fantastic. <laughs> you know, my son is fantastic. It's the cars that are a pain in the arse for me. <laughs> no, but in all fairness, my biggest way of letting off steam, my the biggest way of me being able to clear my head was always either going for a drive or going for a ride on my motorbike. Yeah. Um the motorbike hits very differently to the cars because from a car point of view uh, from a sorry from a bike point of view um i am without even having to consciously con- concentrate i do concentrate because your life is at stake essentially you know yeah, you are yeah. you are going around you're know, you, you're on a little bit you're you're basically riding a combustible you know <laughs> bomb. bomb you know it's yeah, so yeah. you've got you know you do have to Stop! You, you don't want to be an idiot. You, you want to ride within your means, all that sort of stuff. Not obviously that that isn't the place for the, for that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, you do want to concentrate because other people are idiots on the road. You're driving for everyone else, so it does it clears my head because I can't think of anything else, mm-hmm. and it's great. That's brilliant. And then you get out into the countryside, and it's like. Everything's in HD because you've got no window in front of you. You know, I'll lift my visor up and I've got this fresh air coming in, and it's great. You're seeing the mountains in Wales. So I love going to North Wales and everything. So it, it's brilliant. The car hits in a, in a different way because the car for me, especially, um, I mean, with Mustangs, getting into Mustangs, my mum getting me into Bullet, there's um, a big thing for me is every time I get in the Mustang, it reminds me of my mum. My mum died quite a few years ago uh, now and um, i used to take her out in my first mustang you know she absolutely loved it i had a 1966 um, nice. v8 and it was gorgeous gorgeous little thing so he's going and, sideways
2: uh, with his mother in the car uh, <laughs> right, yeah.
0: well the thing is to be fair she was as bad as i was well, she, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she was she was a petrol so it is good. it's quite funny but obviously my dad's a petrol <laughs> as well in all fairness like but um so i've got it brings back a lot of really good memories when i get in i know she would have loved that car so no matter how many mustangs i had that's Eleven. <laughs> uh, no matter how many Mustangs I've had, um, I, it always reminds me of of my mum. Yeah. So you know, there's that side of things. But then, a few years ago, obviously, um, I, I used to go to different meets. You know, the, the odd, odd one here and there for different sort of car clubs. You know, they'd be the odd little things. But I'd say they've, they've come on in this country anyway they've come on more and more in the last few years mm. it's brilliant the explosion of all these different car clubs obviously like Midnight Lanks and everything so it's been it's been great but I was in quite a few Mustang clubs which is great you can chat with people get a bit of info you know that sort of thing um, and Paul and the guys set up Northwest Stangs and I think I joined on day 6 didn't I, I was in the, 6 yeah, yeah literally within within the fir- first week member 17 and um, so is our ace member 17? Yeah. I checked because I oh, knew yeah. he'd yeah, come yeah, up this morning. Can, My life changed. Yeah, <laughs> For the worst, <laughs> yeah. he just remembers that. I should have that yeah. as a bad joke, member 17. Yeah, like yeah, sure.
3: prisoner or something yeah. like that. What really annoy um, him is his missus was the first one. She was number 15. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we, um,
0: yeah, finding that, finding these guys was great because obviously it's a local club, but they've all got that shared interest. Mm. So all of a sudden it was like, oh, you know what, we're all going out for a brew here, or, you know, we're going Going to meet up at this pub here or we're going to go out for a drive there or tell you what there's you know stars and stripes why don't we all meet up and we can get together on the field kind of thing and before then you know in my first mustang back you know 13 14 years ago whenever that was i would literally be on my own at yeah. stars and stripes it, you know i'd get a bit of interest and everything but Sort yeah, of, you you sort of you sort of just sort of sat there, yeah. kind of. When there's
3: 130 of thing. them in a row, it's a different thing. Like. Yeah,
0: it's, oh no, it's it's brilliant. You get an, an absolutely amazing feeling, and you know, Alton Park. First time we did that, the US Auto Show at Alton Park, um, not last year, the year before, that was fantastic. We had an absolutely amazing turnout, and uh, unfortunately, because of some bad luck, I didn't have the Mustang at the time. But I was the support vehicle for the for the weekend with the Land Rover. So I had all the flags in it and everything like that. And because I'm, I do all my photography as well, I was doing all the photography of everyone on track. So it was, it was great. I was still massively involved with the club, even though I didn't at that point have, have the, the car. But it was because of that that I keep on coming back. Not just my love of Mustangs, obviously. But it was it's because of these guys that I keep on coming back to that car specifically yeah. because... Family. It's a, it is a family. Yeah. There's everything around it. It's not just the car for me. It's not just the sound. It's not just the way it makes me feel when I drive it. It's not just the fact that it puts a smile on my little lad's face. <laughs> you know. This
1: is going back to what you said about your mum and. I've always said this, there's certain cars that have like that they're, they're alive, you know, like oh, yeah. they've got they've yeah, we got have that, that thing, I have my Peugeot 306 which is outside. That was my first car when I passed my test. I ended up buying it back. It's had like all the memories from when I first passed my test and I'm venturing out for the first time. Yeah. And I only just watched like uh, the Jeremy Clarkson with a guy called Harry's Garage. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and yeah. He was talking about the Range Rovers, they both have the same Range Rover, um the older, you know, the old one that they use on the farm. Yeah. And he was saying he's had all. All the new ones but that one it gives him the memories that's the reason why yep. he's had it 17 years do you yeah. know and he won't get rid of it it's never going to be for sale it will die on the farm do you know and he was just talking about it and i was like i've always said that cars will have certain things they're oh, not yeah. just a piece of metal don't get me wrong there's loads of them that are you know yeah they come through <laughs> here and i would never have any memories with them apart from bad ones but yeah but yeah it's a mad a mad thing again when it it, it like kind of
3: has something, doesn't it, with a car? And the, the other thing is with a car, it, it, <clears throat> you know, you, you can you can set up as many social clubs as well. you can go to bingo, you can go to a night, you can do whatever the fuck you want but a car brings people quiver, quick, together quicker than anything else on earth. Yeah, if you, When if you think you like we, we literally went- Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Northwest Stangs went from having two friends to 700 yeah. in three years. Yeah. You know, when you think about that, like- that not, not even seven years, yeah. No, none of us had TVs, obviously. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, but it, you know, not in three years, we went from 700, a strong family, haven't we? Like, yeah. you know, and, and from a club, from a point of view, the, the, the amount of people that we see with mental health and not only from the members, but the support as well. Like yeah. we do P- PTSD, which is a couple of famous coppers.
0: But then, you know, you, you look at that, I mean, I, I'm wearing the, the jumper today because it is one of the comfiest hoodies I've ever bought. I will say that. But um, the motorists where PTSD usually takes, takes place. Um, the event. It's great. You know, you do, you know, they do car meets, they do bike meets. I've been up there on, on both and you never feel like no matter what you go up in there on i've got a i've got a friend i, I ride a honda goldwing which is a massive bike uh bike yeah it's basically an aircraft car- in fact it's the same color as as my mac one it's it's gray it's it is an aircraft carrier um and he, he's got three bikes but well, one of them is a monkey bike right. and we, we actually did the the leyland uh, the parade last year he was a, he was the guy that was on the monkey bike the, with the clown too
3: not one um, of the finest ideas, that was it. No, I, I loved it. It was brilliant. Uh, well, the
0: crowd loved it. It was brilliant. Um, so, but the thing is, you know, we can go to a bike night wherever it is, barn, airport, mm. motorist, wherever it is, and you don't feel like you're getting pushed out anywhere. You're not fit. You don't feel like you don't fit in, mm. no matter what you've got, because people welcome you, you're part of the the world and. The thing is with the with the Mustang, you're part of a bigger world. You're not just a Mustang owner. You're, you're obviously a petrolhead. You've not bought that because it's the cheapest commuter car, or <laughs> it's easy to park, or you know some crap like that. You have bought it because you want a Mustang because you're passionate about that vehicle. So it doesn't matter whether you're passionate about an old 206 GTI. Or whether you're passionate about a 150 grand <clears throat> Nissan GTR, mm-hmm. or you know, Lamborghini Aventador, or, or something like that. I do, like do have that. to say,
1: I have turned up to a uh, Volkswagen uh, event in a Lamborghini Gallardo and was heavily <laughs> <laughs> <I definitely laughs> stared at and jeered at. <laughs> so yeah, that was. It's the I, same I was still, I was still going. Yeah, I was still going. It's a Volkswagen. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I, I remember quite famously coming to a midnight Lanx here last year, and we were in. Is it Tesco by mix in Leyland? Is it is Tesco, isn't it? Yeah, Tesco. We're yeah. in Tesco in Leyland at the quick checkout, and a long, young lad comes past and he goes, Hey, mate. And we're like, Hey. And he's like, You don't recognize me, do you? And I'm like, No, no. He said, I'm a lad in the microwave down at Midnight Lounge on Monday nights. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, yeah, because he parked right in front of us, didn't he? he blocked yeah. us all in. <laughs> uh, it was like, you
2: it's like, You're not leaving. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but, and it's like, it is like that. You, we, I would uh, Obviously, I don't know every what well, everybody who I mix with drives. But that one occasion, like, it's someone in a, yeah. who drives a completely different car from me. And you think to yourself, that, that's a connection you've made, isn't it? And that's yeah, what, that's that's what this does. Right. That's, that's what, they, what that does. Yeah, that's yeah. what
1: they do. And they, it brings that connection to, it's like the train guys, the airplane yeah. guys, people yeah. into horses, do you know. They, they create communities, these things that we have around us, do you mm. know. Um, even people who do, like... Pub crawls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. West Stangs is a big yeah. life, isn't it? It's well, yeah, yeah. a big one. Food's a massive yeah. one. People, you know, they'll gather around and have food and exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, that's where <laughs> we... said about that the pet- <laughs> better to <rather>.
3: be <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be fair, Northwest Stangs was started with an ethos, wasn't it? We wanted to drive round, incorporate <laughs> pub crawls because that was my idea. Yeah. As well. <laughs> Make a lot of noise.
0: Through, Make
3: right? a lot of noise along the way and ideally mix food in. Yeah. And we've achieved all of them. Yeah. We've done a little bit to help with all the other things we've got on in life. Yeah. But we've achieved... Random
0: the... random photographs with the other vehicles. Llama. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, llamas. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, yeah, no, we, we this event this <laughs> we used to... No, alpaca, alpaca. Alpaca. That's like, yeah, we used to go to the Alpaca Fest. It's a little <laughs> car event, but the, the, the farm
3: where it was actually had these alpacas.
1: Is that <laughs> near Penrith?
3: No, it's over in no, Cheshire. Uh, Cheshire, oh, Nan- 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 Nanwich it. or something? Nan- Nanwich, uh, yeah. yeah Nan- very strange place. Yeah. You can hug the alpaca. Yeah. Fuck off, it was fat at me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One of the things that mine, uh, me and uh, Henry's brother, Jerry, or will I... Not it was <laughs> <laughs> like, Will I am? But he's Will I am not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're working on it, and you know, in the future, it's going to come hopefully. And we're going to get it all sorted. Is a, a, a charity called BU, yeah? We've got the car spunk brand with the umlaut, which is the known you know, the branding yeah. for it. And BU is going to be the charity for it. So, there's things like this again in the future, we get together again and create you know, even oh, a car yeah. event uh, around the launch of maybe BU. Do you know? Because it is about just being you. That's what exactly. I want the charity to be. You know, I help different mental health charities and stuff. I think
0: so that's that something we'd you know,
3: we'd love to get involved. I with, think one of the biggest, know, one the, of the sort of
0: things we like.
3: <laughs> one of the biggest kit learning cases from starting and running a club is you don't realise how many clubs will not work together purely because they, they, they've all got the same. The problem with the Mustang is the owners. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, 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 we did, they the owners of uh, the equation. Yeah. We've got... No one bought them. It'd be fine, <laughs> yeah, well, so we bought, said yeah. about telling
3: stories
1: we shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. So we've
3: got, we've got a follow-up, what? 22,000, 23,000 Mustangs in the UK. Yeah. So, But not one of these big super clubs get along. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if we all join forces and actually got along, yeah. and yeah. removed the people from the equation and just left the cars to get along.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that's the daft thing, though. You Individually. Know, we've all got friends in these different clubs, where it's, it's just, as as a club, oh. they just don't seem to want to gel. And, and, and
2: would it be seen in daylight with you? Yeah, it's a shame uh, though, because I mean, realistically,
0: how many times do we do things with, with Midnight Langs? And it's like, it's a completely different type of car. Yeah. You know, no, well, I mean, obviously, there are a couple of guys in Midnight Lanks with Mustangs, but you know, the majority of Midnight are, uh, you know, guys don't have Mustangs. But if we turn up at an event with us, we uh, we get welcomed all the time. Yeah. We invite them over to our because um, we've got our our own little clubhouse as well, um, which is a great great place. We've got a and meet, ironically meet a, to a pub. <laughs> yeah. Don't know how that happened, yeah. um, but you know it's it's great. You know, yeah. so working together is the future. Working together, yeah, with no matter what people own, you know, no matter what the group is, no matter you know who are in the in the in the club that is the future but no, it's the community. realistically. Yeah. But
1: i wish you could tell that to the detailing industry because they they're, but it's a, the same they're, they're another bunch who <laughs> like just want to battle you know uh, it's yeah just like the detailing industry is horrendously toxic it's the same as my I don't indus- know what the wrapping industry is like <laughs> do neither do i <laughs> <laughs> we do we we cannot opt out of all the forums and and stuff. Don't we? we don't get really involved in it or anything like that. So. I mean, the, the thing
0: is, there you've got the competition where the fact that you are all trying to make make a living. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas, I mean, the good point from <laughs> us is no one starts a club to make money. <laughs> Fucking it, hell. Yeah. wish you, you'd be broke. With it, you know. I mean, yeah. To be fair, I think he's come come close to you know killing us all off. You know, the amount we cost him half the time. But you know, it's you know, Paul and Hillary have been. Great when they set up the club, and obviously, I know there are other admins and everything that you know put in towards things and everything, but I will say onus is mainly on Paul and Hillary. absolutely fantastic job that they, they, mm-hmm. they do. Um, as admins, I like to think that we you know we support them as, as much as possible and we we contribute as much as possible, you know, with things like uh, you know, organ, trying to organize runs. Um, I'm designing one up in the Lake District this, this year. Me and Paul have just been down to some guys um, in North Wales. Uh, Chucks away. We've got um, a meet there coming up next month and well, f- uh, got, three, three got or got four got
1: weeks. One, and I want to discuss with you about North Wales as well. So that's the one. I'm, I've got,
0: I've, I've I love got, North Wales. I've it's got one a, of my favourite places. I've got a, a belter from Asia, it. but she's not going to like me. If it's 20 mile an hour everywhere. The scenery is just beautiful. I think, I
3: think Sorry. the other the other thing is when we are talking about the way the clubs the, the way the clubs running it, you know. I've got, the, you've got the pressure of one car, one person. I've got the pressure of 700 cars and 700, yeah. well, 1,600 people, gonna me 24 or fucking hours a day. <laughs> and on top of that, a business <laughs> as well. And, yeah. and, and what people don't realize is that we have 12, 13, 13 admins at the moment, isn't it? Uh, yeah, 12, Excluding 13. the two kids.
0: Yeah, yeah, because we actually have two, this the is quite, quite a novel idea as well. We've got two uh, teen admins or well like moderators, because they're not yeah. allowed to be admins, admins as, up, as yeah. such, because they're, they're both teenagers. Mm-hmm one's my son uh, jack cuz obviously i brought him up at petrolhead. He's a petrol <laughs> a huge petrolhead uh, and charlie mm-hmm. um, one of our members paul his his uh, his son charlie who's great he's been organizing his own meets and everything for us you know and it's brilliant cuz we get we get the um we get their take on everything you know cuz yeah. admittedly like we said before you know we touched on before we're not the youngest group you yeah. know most of our members are 50s, 60s kind but of you thing. Do, you need you that, know. though, don't you? Yeah, you do, want to you stay do. connected
2: with what's going so, on.
0: Yeah, it's nice having those younger members mm. that get us saying things to you know to to actually ground us realistically. If we turn <laughs> around and go,
3: oh, this is yeah, this is well cool. We'll do this, and they go don't do that well, you see, <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. This, this, this is where it comes back to the, to the admin support side doesn't it I'll ring them up at like 2 o'clock in the morning and say I've oh, got a fucking great idea <laughs> we're but all going yeah, to drive to the 4th yeah. and park on an aircraft carrier I've run the RAF and they're all yeah. good with it <laughs> or, and or, they'll or, go that's but, a stupid idea yeah, not we're not doing usually, that
0: usually <laughs> when we're having tea yeah. and we're sat there and the second my phone goes off and Nancy's going is that Murphy <laughs> remember,
3: do you remember the helicopter <laughs> half past one in the morning yeah oh my god Yeah. so I was lying in bed and I'm thinking because we like to do a surprise event every year that nobody's got a clue of, it and they've got to sign up can and I, take the chance. Can, can yeah. I just, can I just, they're not gonna like
0: this, this story with the fact that the problem with me is he knows because of my ADHD, I literally am up most of the night, yeah. most of the time. So I'm the Muppet who gets the phone call at yeah. stupid <laughs> o'clock. To in be the fair, morning. you didn't get the first one though. The yeah. helicopter guy got the first oh, one. Oh, yeah, no, the, the helicopter
3: guy got the first
2: you one. You answer it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose that's my want? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's got to be important. I need to answer it. <laughs> so
3: so i went lying there, and I thought, what are we going to do for a surprise event? We'll, uh, we'll go to an attack helicopter. And luckily, I know someone who owns one. So I rings him up, and he like, you know, goes, what do you yeah. want this time of the morning? And I'm like, well, can I, I need to borrow your helicopter. <laughs> so anyway, three hours later, he gets finished with the hall, rings him up, guess where we're going? We're going to go and park next to this attack helicopter in Blackpool. And he's like, fucking... But other ideas, like, to be fair, they do shoot me down quite regularly. Oh yeah, bit.
0: no, there are some that we just have to go, no. Oh no, <laughs> God's sake. Yeah, we're
4: not doing <laughs> that.
1: No. <laughs> um, so last month we opened a giveaway for a car, uh, car illustration, and uh, you wouldn't do, we've now like, picked a winner uh, on the, uh, the whole thing. Just randomly roll it. Did you just randomly roll it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. if I can get this right, I'm going to have to read it off the phone. It is Sohan Rathod 5871. So well done to, to you, you've won an illustration. Um, so this, this month's giveaway, we're gonna be giving away a packet of the Unique Sense, which is three Unique Sense, 100 mils, different flavors. You can pick them, go onto you know, the website and have a look at which flavors there are um, and go from there. So Gareth, what is the question for this month to win the Unique Sense pack?
0: Uh, I think people need to uh, think back, we've definitely mentioned it in, this, in uh, the video, what is the name of the club that I found, and a number of other people obviously, have found massively helpful for my mental health? So it's a uh, little hint, it's a guy's name, Man Club.
1: Yeah. What is the name? Perfect, thank you very much. So to win, you have to answer Gareth's brilliant question and just like and subscribe to our channel, like all our social medias, and we will pick a winner at random and it will be there on the next podcast.
2: Well, Gareth and Paul, thank you for joining us. Um, it's been a massive eye opener as well. Very informative. Um, do you want to give us your socials? Uh, yeah, if anyone wants to
0: follow us on uh, Instagram, we're at Northwest Stangs, all one word, and you'll see everything that we get up to, all the events that we're going to be coming up th- this year. We've got some great things as well. Um, some mad shenanigans with the with the cars. <laughs> I forget that wording. Um, and if anyone wants to follow me for any uh, car and bike related stupidity, it's uh, at Deb
2: Hooligan on uh, Instagram as well.
3: Excellent, thank you. Thank you for having us.
2: So for everybody tuning in through the audio streaming platforms, Um, please go onto our YouTube page uh, which is the Talked Up podcast Um, like share and comment to be entered into the competition so please be sure to follow us on all our socials Um, so we've got the Facebook which is Talked Up podcast Um, on Twitter is the Talked underscore up (laughs) I was getting confused then and uh, the Instagram is the Up underscore website is also there for um, news and updates which is also the uk. so from all of us here thank you for listening or watching whichever you prefer to do we'll see you next month for our next instalment of Up.